Hi, darling. Hi. Okay. I only well, scrubbed up for you. Uh? <laughs> I only scrubbed up for you. Listen, <laughs> this this is as good as it's going to get. I've got a bit of blush on and some mascara. I, was, I can't even do any more. I even put highlighter on my nose. A little I bit was of... about to put mascara on. I was like, I can't bother to take it off after. So I've just done lipstick. Right. So, honey. Let me do let me do a proper introduction. Hi guys, welcome to the So Flippin' Extra podcast with your girl Danny Dawks. I'm so excited because it's been a long time coming. It's been a podcast that I've been saying that I'm gonna do for since lockdown. And here we are. And I've got my first guest, my beautiful friend, Narinda, and I'm gonna give a proper introduction in a mo because I just want to quickly share this message as well. This nearly never happened this evening. Narinda, I sat in bed and I was so close to... When I sent you that voice note, I wasn't sure what was going to come out of my mouth if I was going to say, babes, I need to reschedule. And I was like, no, because you know what it is? For me, energy is so infectious. So although in that moment, I just felt like I don't have the energy, I knew if I got over that, once I jumped on on with you, I was going to feel fine. But if she said that she's not up for it, then we then we'll <laughs> reschedule. Same energy today, definitely on the same energy because I was very much relaxed in that Sunday kind of, I was doing stuff, but a lot of things were open and I wasn't like, what am I doing? What am I focusing on? Yeah. So I was like, how am I going to focus on a on a talk? But then I was like, but I'm going to talk about something that I'm interested in and I'm also exactly. going to talk to someone that I want to talk to. So if anything, this feels like the right thing to do to kind it's of finish right off thing. the day that wasn't so, yeah. Yes. It was needed. And I just think, I think as women as well, we need to give ourselves grace because for different reasons, our energies can go up and down. And I know that when I'm due on, it's a, I'm tired. My body is drained and I'm tired. And that's what it is that I was going through. people that can push you through that because they said it's something that happens monthly. There's things that are going to keep yeah. popping up. If someone can lift that going, yeah, that's happening. But your energy, we can do this. Let's do this. We got we got this. So if we if if we sat if we sound a bit low right now, don't worry. We're gonna heighten it up and yeah, let's go. So Narinda, my darling, I wanted to start this off with you because we were gonna do a live, and then I was like, no, Dan, start the podcast. You've been saying it, you've been putting it off, you've been waiting for the right time, you've been waiting waiting for the studio, you've been waiting for the the money to book the studio sessions. But the the reality also is, is do I even have time to go studio? Do I even want to go to the studio? Like, sometimes I just can't be bothered to travel. And it's getting cold. I'm not even going to lie. Like, who wants to travel in the dark on a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday evening? Well, we're summer babies. We're hibernators. So for us, this is not our season. And we need to make it's it work perfect. for us this season. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I'm, I might I might have the whole of the, <laughs> the whole of the beginning of my podcast on a on a zoom and then when summer comes when spring comes next year i'll be like right but then you're now, probably gonna find up. the right space and stuff to do that again it's just something that you're starting and i'm so happy to be your first guest so thank you for inviting me for your first one. <laughs> so let me give you an introduction narinda's an organizer she's my friend we've been friends for is it a, is it even a year yet i've been i've definitely been following you for over a year hmm. um and i did i've reached out it's probably been probably six months or more but I definitely, we definitely know who each other are. Yeah, for, for over a year, um, and and, I, and yeah, I think April because I remember it was when my granddad passed away. It was our first mm-hmm. meeting. Yeah, and always stick in my mind because you're down as Danny Angel because I felt like you were sent as an angel as, as to be like keep going. You've got this scheduled in. Don't I cancelled a few things, 
that you, wait, wait, you not, not the written, not Narinda taking over my my introduction of her. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, keep going, keep going. This is a new start, man. Yeah, Look, you you can base you can boost my head up after. I'm boosting your head right now because Narinda, she's got me down as Danny Angel. This woman is an angel. Her energy is just beautiful. Her voice and tone is beautiful. Her spirit is beautiful. And I I remember the first time I saw you at Mumstead Rave, I was like. One, she's beautiful. I think I said something to you, but it was just like, oh my God, she's awesome. And we followed each other from then. So that was from last year, like maybe end of summer, I think. Yeah, yeah before your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I was, I'm just so grateful that you did reach out to me because I was probably being a little bit of a pussy anyway. And um, here we are. And I'm very grateful for it because the term friend is something that sometimes we throw around Lucy but it is definitely what I see you as. And I'm very excited to call you my friend and have you on as my first guest, babe. Thank you. <laughs> so Thanks. now you get to do your introduction. Um, tell the people who you are, what you do, and why I'm amazing. No, I'm joking. <laughs> well, again, um, really appreciate you. I've, I've, I went on to do my business because... So uh, let me go from the beginning. Um, I've got two children. Uh, now that's not even my start, my start of me, really. See, I'm like, I'm fumbling. But um, I said, how can we do as mums? So I'm a mum of two. <laughs> I'm a mum. I'm like, no, I didn't start off as a mum. Um, so my career is fashion retail, uh, organising and organising people, re- um, PA, office manager. I've done, I've done various roles over the years. And when I became a mum, I um, I just need to go for a change. So I knew that organising was something that I was skilled at. Um, I'd also been diagnosed with OCD. And I was like, right, how can I help other people and do something that I'm really good at? And I started an organising business. And just in a little office, and I knew that I wasn't happy in that job at the time. And I was like, right, I'm just going to do this and set up my Instagram. And within a couple of weeks, I got a client. And my customer base is to help people that struggle physically, financially and mentally. And that's moved along quite a bit because I feel like as doing that, we all struggle in those areas. Mm. So everybody at some stage in their life is going to have something physical, mental uh, or financial that may change their lives. And then I come in with my organising skills is to help people organise and declutter their homes that struggle uh, physically, financially and mentally. But I said it's evolved quite a bit over the time that I've been doing it because I've been building up my skills in the profession from working with many, many different clients. Um, and most of my clients come through recommendation. Um, mm-hmm. And the good thing about what I do as well is that it kind of ties in the fashion. So a lot of clients donate clothes, give clothes to me, which and I donate onto people of need. And at times like this jacket uh, my sister gave to me, I end up getting some really lovely items. Everything that I have on today is uh, is either secondhand or gifted and I've kind of built this business but also it helps me as well so I'm not feeling I'm having to spend it helps me in, in a position especially after having children to mm. not have to worry about certain things that we need day to day but I'm yeah. also helping other people at the same time so yeah organizer declutterer I model which I, I shy away from saying a lot of the time but I do I um, I've been modeling for uh, since I was at the age of 14 um, and work with some really cool brands um, 
some of you, you may know. And obviously you've worked with me um, on some TV stuff as well. So yeah, I do a fair amount of stuff. I do a little bit of cleaning as well because I love cleaning, but that's not the necessarily the business. Um, yeah, I think I've done multi, is it multifaceted they call it now? I do things that... I do things that I enjoy and love. And if I don't, I don't do it. So something could come up tomorrow and if it excites me, I will try it. Mm. Um, and that's basically how I've lived my life through the, the business that I've been building is to build something that creates that that energy and that love for me. I don't want to be going into something that I'm not enjoying, but also fitting around my children. My children are just as important as the career that I choose. And I don't feel like we have. I have to do too much sacrifice. And I think we have it in our minds that we have to sacrifice yeah to, to get and there are small changes that we need to make but ultimately I'm still I, I want to be I want to be a present mum and I also want to be a good businesswoman or as the yeah. way you want to call it professional so yeah but something that you said which is so important and and it'd be amazing if more people could like have the opportunity to do this is doing things that you love, like make it work in your business around things that you enjoy doing that bring you peace of mind and um, peace of health and wealth and fit around your children. And if you don't enjoy it, if it doesn't bring you joy when you think about it, then not having to do it. And I think that's so important a thing to pay attention to. Yeah. I mean, someone I've read, because I've, I've been educating myself a lot over the last few years, because when you set up a business, I don't have like training. I have to motivate myself to mm. learn and educate myself in whatever field. So even with doing the organising, I remember the Mary, the Marie Kondo method, um, the Komari method. I was like, right, I want to be a Komari org uh, organizer, but it costs two grand to do the course. I don't, I didn't have two grand to do the course. Right then, I looked in. What do you need to do to pass the course? And it just had a step by step. Well, I'm going to do that without submitting anything. In my mind, I'm going to organize my home in this way, and I'm going to do this. I'm going to organize 10 people. And I was almost like self-assessing myself to the end, build up, build it all, all up, and then looking at other organizers and things and seeing it as inspiration, um, not competition. But I, I remember at first feeling like, oh, my God, how am I going to show people that I can earn this amount? Or I, how am I going to get into this kind of home or this area? And as I said, it was, as, I suppose, belief, but like this, I love doing it. So even if it was organising my nan's house or organising a friend and I just, can I just come over and fold your clothes? Really? Yeah, I'm just going to take a picture of me folding your clothes. Mm. And that was how I started to build it up by not necessarily needing, my time is my currency. And I say that a lot. Yeah, time is currency. And if I feel like my time is well spent, then that I'm not wasting, yeah, it's not wasted time. It's not wasted energy. Yeah, yeah. And especially if you're around around good good energy as well, it feels like you're, it's like uh, it's like you're getting paid but you're not getting paid but you don't mind like sometimes you can it's okay to balance out that wage with just good energy because yeah. you're getting something in return that we don't get a lot of that much yeah so I mean it's like you, you hear like we're going to oh I hate my job I hate my job but what is the goal what is the reason why you're going it's the paycheck at the end of the month a lot of people yeah. well I'm only going in there because I know I'm going to get paid at the end of the month but that that mindset for me just wasn't working for me because I don't I couldn't I struggle and I don't know if it's whatever diagnosis because I'm I'm kind of in between all these diagnoses that come out this way is it ADHD but, but if I'm not interested in something 
I find it very difficult to it to, to sh give my all. And I found that in certain things, if I was going for something just for the money, I would really struggle to put my all into it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the businesses that a lot of the time when I first started off was trade for trade. So even mm -hmm. if someone gets me a plate of food, I need to eat for the day. I need my travel paid. That was... <laughs> no, because it's getting too close to me now. I'm trying... You, like, you know, you're trying to ignore someone. It's like a guy. And you're like, this guy's an annoying me. I'm trying to ignore him, but he's get coming closer and closer. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm ignoring you. Can't you read the signs, babe? Like, seriously. Have you seen, have you seen that meme where the fly's coming into the girl's face? <laughs> no. I have to show you it. You're gonna have to send that to me. I know I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to um post it in the in the stories or something. But no, yeah, leave me alone. Cause I'm the thing is, I'm not trying to kill you, in it. Not trying to kill you. The window's ajar. You can fly out anytime you want. I'm giving you your space, babe. Gonna make my headscarf fall off. And if my headscarf falls off, you guys are gonna see how unready I was for the day. Like this has got to stay on otherwise. It's gonna it's gonna be a bit keeping it real we're definitely yeah. keeping it real. yeah this, this is definitely going to be a keep it real podcast like it earlier on in the week I was like to Narinda yeah so we're going to be extra we're going to wear some extra clothes this is as extra as it gets I was like well I'm going to wear my extra jumper this is as extra as it's gotten today but you look amazing can you can you show us well, I've got I've got Ooh. a special one that looks, like a, that looks like a a daddy dog stiffer skirt babe I thought you know, I've got to promote the brand and I do love this skirt. I've I've always loved Rara skirts and I've only started to wear them again. Well, I've just turned 40. <laughs> Not that old, but yeah, I just feel like I'm kind of reliving some of the my twenties and kind of bringing back some of me and I'm not not like I ever became a frumpy mum, but I did feel like I lost my extra my fashion. Mm. Yeah, my extra and as I said, following you and some and other there's other people on Instagram. I find Instagram quite a nice place to be on. I know people, some people struggle on it, but I find it quite a nice place because I really filter out who I'm looking at and and who I want to attract onto my page and blocking and all that. But yeah, um, you and alongside a few other people, I'm like, oh my God, well, I can wear that. I can get, you know, wear a, a sheer outfit with my knickers out, my bum out. Do you know what I mean? I can get my cleavage out. Do you know, I can wear odd earrings. Like it all... <laughs> It's, it's part of my quirky extra nature and the fact that, yeah, I don't care anymore. Yeah, I, I literally am doing things to that that help me. As long as I'm not hurting anybody, I'm doing anything, but I, I, I need to care about how I feel and what makes me feel good. So, yeah, so I'm wearing a Danny Dork special. I've got this jacket that my sister had, gave to me, which I kind of call vintage now. I've had it over 10 years, but I love it. And everybody comments on how lovely it is. Don't know where it's from. And in this top, I um I got from the charity shop um and I wore actually to my granddad's funeral so again it has sentimental value. <laughs> so I did I wanted to um jump back in and talk to you about your extra. So you said you wasn't a frumpy mum, but when did you when did you really notice that I don't know one maybe that it was missing and two that you really started focusing on bringing some extra pizzazz back into your in, just into your style and energy so it might sound like a sad story but it's the true story uh going through um a breakup a separation from my the father of my children and um as I said I felt like becoming a mum I kind of I was just you know wearing the same stuff every day and like bit comfort 
and I, I had nice clothing, but I wasn't really making an effort. I remember my friend coming over and going, oh, your skin's dry. And I'm thinking, who's got fucking time to, like, clean their skin and make themselves look all nice? Like, in my head, I just felt like all these things that I was doing normally was over-consuming. And I love my children. They weren't bad children, and I enjoyed that moment. But I did let myself go, and mm-hmm. I forgot to get myself back on track again. Um, and I think it was, like, in the beginning of, like, going through the potential separation of my relationship and thinking about starting a business and kind of going like who do I want to be for myself mm. rather than I'm not running anymore I'm not trying to be wife I need to find out who Narinda is and yeah. on that journey I yeah my fashion sense I feel like came back not like I lost it lost it but I just the creativity came back and I was and I had a little bit more time I'd say I made more time for myself um to make myself look good yeah if that makes sense and I didn't, I wasn't waiting for an event either. It was, yeah. I'd walk up for school run. I'd go down to the supermarket. Um, and then like mums that rave, like we, when we met at, they was all like, you know, it's all about that us. We don't have to co- completely stop who we are or even raving or anything like that because we're mums. Mm. So it was giving me that, I kind of that, that drive to go, yeah, I can look good. And like if someone says, well, why are you wearing that? Because I like it and not feeling, and I used to have that fear. And again, like you, you can't wear that now because you're a mum. Mm. Uh, you, you can't get your batty out now because like, that's, that's you know, got to wear mum shorts now. And I'm like, why can't I? I've got a nice bum. And there's right. all these little things <laughs> um, that I wouldn't have said before. But yeah, I'm like, I need to appreciate um, that I'm young. And when I mention 40, it's not going, oh, I'm old. I'm like, I'm 40. And Love it's young. Yeah, yeah. I love and telling people I'm forty, and then I'm like, and they're like, "What?" Because I know, because I expect that they're going to be like, oh, "Clutch my pearls," and I'm like, "If they don't, I'm like, you're you lying." Don't try it. Well, yeah, I think we've been brought up to believe that like forty is an older age, but actually, as I said, you're as young as you feel. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I feel this youth in me. Like, let me say to you, like, what age do you want to stay at? I'd, yeah. I'd probably say forty. Babe, personally, I know this age. Like, well, I'm 41 now, but like 39, 40, I found myself. Like, who is, you know, do you, do you, did you ever watch Big Brother? Yeah. So, you know, remember Nikki, that whole, who is she? That's me. Like, I'm like, who, who is, who is it? My friend, my friend even said it to me yesterday because we had girls like, she's like, you've changed. Who are you? But not in a bad way. She's like, wow, when did this happen? We was, was being a little bit, was being a little bit it was girls it's girls night just put it that way yeah. do what you want with that information and um <laughs> yeah like I've really come found myself come into myself it's not all just me it is the people that I keep around me the people who I whose energy I let consume me that has helped um and just being aware of who I am and what I want has really yeah, more, yeah like like you say like filtering out the, the noise that doesn't work for you so like uh, they call it like finding your tribe and through this journey of setting up my business because they're like when I organize for people I'm cho- they're choosing me but I'm choosing them as well because I'm going yeah. into their home so I'm choosing the people that and then they're recommending me then I'm, I'm going over to this side and I'm like the energy the right energy attracts instead of trying to fit in to where I was before I'm okay to kind of it's like a rebirth I guess of going okay that was the Narinda that I felt was serving me before but now there's a part of me that's going right I need to let her out because mm-hmm. I felt like I was depressing I didn't know what I was depressing but as as I started being spontaneous because I would say I was quite a rigid person in my marriage 
and just quite very controlled of like, I need to do this, I need to do that. And if anything, that caused a lot of anxiety and stress and going through the therapy that I've had. That's why um, the OCD and organizing was helpful for me because it was able for me to tunnel into one thing. Yeah. But I struggled with that before. So then the anxiety and the stress and 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 actually not being able to express who I was out of fear of, of somebody else not accepting it. And I say someone else, like your partner, family, especially people that are really close knit to you that are kind of you're trying to change. And they're like, well, that's not you. And you're like, but it is. And I want that's where I want to be. And once you break that. I don't know. Yeah, it has felt a lot lighter. So as I said, I'm, I'm, I definitely feel like I've found my tribe and still fight. And there's more people there's more. around going to keep yeah. coming through because I'm being me. I said they call it authentic, but it is. It's like I know where I want to be at now, where I was at your stage and similar, you know. Who, who is who is Danny or, you know, who is Narinda? What is Narinda like? Yeah. Does Narinda even like doing that? Or am I doing it because somebody else done it and I've been doing it all this time? Um, like I was a PA for a long time. Yeah. I couldn't think of anything worse than like being on a computer all day now, but I did it for years. Yeah, I can't. My brain can't even function. Like I no, literally, I got a headache. Like don't ask me to go into an online course unless it's an interactive online course. Yeah, because if I'm not talking for long or I'm not engaging or doing something, I'm locked off. My brain is thinking about butterflies or something. <laughs> I feel like if I, you know when you, you know when you you're just in a group of people just talking. I feel like if my mouth isn't moving, I'm like, are you? Am I still? Am I still here? I wonder if they can see yeah. that thinking a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I call it that. A lot of people say, like, I've got this, con- like, this serious face with my concentration face. It's like, I am. I literally go into this other tunnel. And I've only started to realize, like, to say to some people, I'm sorry, I really didn't catch what you said. But I'd be I'd be scared to do that before. So I completely yeah. missed the conversation and go, well, how do you pick up from this? Because I've completely zoned out. Because yeah. I, w- I was having a whole conversation with myself in my head. Yeah. yeah. These, these are things that we used to talk about because it's like, let's not pretend it doesn't happen. Like, you know how many people I talk to now and they're like, do you, do you think you have ADHD? I'm like, well, TikTok already diagnosed me a couple years ago. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I do. But at the same time, like, they're like, oh my God. And I'm like, it's not for me. It's not a bad thing because it makes me actually feel, understand myself a bit more. And it makes you feel accepted. Like the worst thing is not knowing why you do something, but to understand why my brain works like that and why I just drift off. Like, But being around people that are similar to you in that way, or just having them around to go, it's not, this is normal for us. So if you're around people that are not like that, it's like, I, I read, I saw something about someone with like ADHD and someone that is um, has autism. The, so the autistic is very like structured and kind of like the meaning and, and, and where the ADHD are a, a butterfly and we're literally flying off. That, that, that combination doesn't work so well all the time because that other person's go, well, I want to know what's happening. You know, the, the, the autism, yeah, autistic person, I want to know what's happening and I need structure. And and the AJC person's like, well, I just I don't know. We can just we can figure it out when we get there. And and <laughs> that doesn't work for some people. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I go in between both because I wanted to be really controlled at one point, and I felt like that worked for me because I needed a structure. But at the same time, there's this floaty, adventurous, when you call it AJHD person that like talks 100 miles per hour. My brain goes super super quick. And then, but if I'm not interested, I could be mute. I'm I'm very good at like, you're right. Mm-hmm yeah I'm okay and mm. I just don't say anything and I don't sometimes I don't know what personality is gonna come out <laughs> yeah I put I put something up today about going I have two personalities I think I think I have more than two but I'm like how can you hone in a personality into like 
one or two things like depending on who you're around certain yeah. parts of your personality come out people bring out the best or worst in you and then there's that middle ground so that's already free yeah but we're looking for the best we're looking for the best personality yeah. well i do have i do have some questions that i did i was going to send them to you earlier but by early it was probably like about half an hour no about an hour before we were jumping on and i was like do you know what i'm not because they're easy they're not hard questions so this this podcast is not always just going to be about fashion however my beautiful friend Narinda is into fashion. She's into thrifting. She's into, yeah, she's into those things. And she also did um, Secondhand September this month where she has been showing us her secondhand items. You've, the consistency is giving key. Oh. So very proud of you, Han. Um, oh, and- I can't wait to come off Instagram for a little bit after it. I'll be honest, it's a lot to like, commit to a month of posting it is it is but you've you've done very well and it's been very inspiring as well so for people that maybe it's something that they're interested in just to show them how you can have different outfits it doesn't matter whether you're going out or you're um just chilling doing a school run like there's plenty plenty in the in the secondhand shops and even like ball gowns like you had that black ball gown on and it reminded me of the one that you gave to me when I came to the lockup and I was like oh Oh my God, I still have, I haven't even tried that dress on yet. But this week, because I've now cleared all my schedule, I'm going to get into, into that bag and do like a try on haul. But I do have some questions for you. And we'll do like, it's going to be quick fire, quick fire round. So I don't, I might not ask all of them, but we'll ask a few of them. Um, or, and if I do ask all of them, I might actually just edit some out anyway. Okay. Thrifting or buying new? Thrift. Why? What do you like? What do you love about thrifting over going to the shops anyway? So thrifting, you could get a unique piece, I find, like, because it's not, you're not going to have the same item in there, to be honest. Everything is, I would say, unique, even though it's from the shop, but you don't even know what year it's from. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, so because I'm not trying to keep up with fashion, I just like, I know what I like. I like what I like. So if yeah. I see something, it sometimes is material. It might be a look. It, I just I get inspired by clothing and I can see almost like a magpie I'm going of like I'm drawn to something if I pick it up I feel it I look at it I see a shape or a style and I feel like I kind of know my style very well and that's what like when I model I feel like that's when I kind of go I'll put something on that I wouldn't normally yeah I don't I prefer also it's cost as well like if I can keep cost down a clothing I always say like food and shelter is essential clothing is optional Mm-hmm. and I, I used to work in retail fashion and seeing the changes from when it first comes in like I worked for Coast and the, the clothing in Coast was over £100 for any dress mm-hmm. so I see for when it comes in so then when it gets reduced down reduced down reduced down so I'm like either way whether I get it brand new or not it's still gonna have the same to me it doesn't matter if someone's worn it yeah. as to, and and you've shown me as well you can um, upcycle and change it around and stuff like that it's not something I'm definitely learning from you. But yeah, for me, it would definitely be thrifting. Okay. So what is your most unique thrift? Is there something you could think of, which is like something that you've gotten that you just, you love to talk about? It's whether it's a jacket, it could even be a piece of pottery. It could be like a statue or something. I have got something. I'm going to show you it only because. We got a show and tell. (laughs) I thought it was so unique. Even, can you hear it? Oh my goodness. See tassels. So, yeah, so I don't know where I'm gonna wear it, but this. So it's oh. like a top and then and then it has a skirt 
and it's like oh my god, it's got all these holes in it. That is so cute. <laughs> and I have no idea where I'm going to wear it, but this excites me because it's like I'm excited by fancy dress and and. Yeah. Dresses. I've always loved gowns and I've, like pr very princessy and that kind of thing. But anything like kind of unique. But this, I don't, yeah, I want to dress up. Yeah, that and, is um, so gorgeous. No, that is beautiful. I I actually feel like I need to come around and see that on and sell that. Yeah. I feel like that could look nice with a leather jacket, even. Yeah. So this is my unique thrift. I spent, I think it was like fifteen. It was under twenty quid mm. for this. But I'm sure someone probably wore this for a fancy dress. And again, certain. Uh, Charity shops, especially when I uh, the places that I go, they don't always know the value of some of the stuff. I love when they don't know the value, and I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, and I do because I've worked in fashion for a long time. So yeah, that's that's probably my most unique, and I might try. I will. I'll probably put it on my Instagram at some point. Right. So I wanted to show you something that I bought the other day. Remember I was telling you about the people who worked in who were working in charity shop in Kentish Town, and they were rude, and I was yeah. like. I looked at this, saw this bag, and I was like, I'm not going to get it because they were rude. And then I opened it and looked at it and fell in love with it and then imagined what I could convert it into, not convert it, but change it into. Oh, wow. oh. I love the colour and everything. Oh. I paid I paid £6 for this. Six. I was like, I don't know, because I'm not sure if it's vintage. This makes me think it is, but I'm, and look at the bottom. Yeah, now the detail is is a very well. I think it's probably worth a lot more, to be honest, with the craftsmanship. That's me, but I don't I don't know the worth of bags yeah. I'm not. I'm, so yeah, it's it's I love good. I love it, and that is something back in the day because I'm very much a pouch kind of like a bum bag kind of person now. Mm. Like I'm on the go, but I love a little a little little bag. Yeah, I thought it's making me feel like a lady. I feel like a lady. Yeah. Just holding it up and today. Both like dressing up, so I feel there's times where even if we're only wearing it for a bit, go. You know, I'm going to go out with that little bag, and it's exactly. not my day to day, but I love it. Yeah, no, it's nice. Yeah, it's a cute. It's a cutie. Um, okay, so another question: What fashion trends are you loving right now? I'm not. Do you know? I'm not a trend. I never have been. Yeah, I think I've struggled to, to fit into a mold of a trend. I like what I like. Mm -hmm. some some trends come in and out and I could still be wearing it even if it's not in fashion like I just yeah. I'm okay I'm comfortable with it I build my own fashion and yeah so yeah I, I don't have a trend I love that because no. I'm yeah no I'm I'm like that as well like like you said there are some things that I think do you know what it is I just feel I don't even feel like trends are trends anymore like there are some things that are just you know I don't know uh, cycling shorts and baggy jumpers is it a trend or is it comfortable like but it's like everyone one person does it and especially a celebrity might do it and then everyone jumps on it but it's like is it really a trend like you lot are making simple shit trendy it's not like it's it's the 80s trend or something like I don't know that's just... the thing. If you an era there's definitely like so 80s I love um I don't know what the era is of the ball gowns but I love big princess dresses, wedding dresses, whatever. I don't know what, mm. what era that is. But what about 50s? Actually, 50s is big dresses 50s as well. Also, so 50s, 80s, and then the, the big dresses, which I don't know what era it is. One of our, uh, Jules knows. Mm. Yeah, I've Jules is really in her eras, isn't yeah, she? Our fashion historian friend knows. But yeah, yeah so um, but 1950s, I've got loads of the underskirts. I absolutely yeah. love it. 
I've got quite a few dresses in my wardrobe that are 1950s. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember doing that whole Lily Allen look because I couldn't wear heels at one time, so I'd be wearing my big, my pretty 50s style dresses with trainers. I still do that now as a comfort will always win out with me. But yeah. yeah. No, I love a yeah. 50s dress, especially because usually the waist is uh, the waist is so small. So I just love cinching in that waist and then it's a nice big flowy dress on the bottom. Yeah. This one, I, think I, like, I like shaking around like anything with tassels or like that. Yeah. That's the reason why I just like, yeah, even your skirts. I just, it's that prettiness going, oh, I can just Early. shake around. Yeah. 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 Do you have any fashion itch? You know what? I was thinking about when it, but I don't really like flared trousers. It doesn't matter if they, I've been told they look lovely on me and I've worn mm. them, I've modeled in them and I, I, I don't, I don't love them on me. So that's the one that's coming into my mind right now is flared trousers. Is, is that because you're tall? I think I don't like, I think, yeah, it, it makes your legs look longer, doesn't it? And I think my legs are longer any, my legs are long anyway. So I don't, I don't enjoy them. No. Mm. Do you know what? So I never used to always enjoy them. And I always feel like with flares, I have to wear heels. But finding flares that are long enough, because I want my flares touching the floor. Like, I don't mind getting that that bit of the back of your trousers where it gets all rolled up. I don't mind it because I want my I want my flares to touch the floor and you just see the peep of my boot when I used to wear, like, pointed boots back in the day. But it's hard to get it being a tall girl. Yeah, I think if if I was, it would be heels with mm. it but I don't want because I've always had skinny legs so I just feel like it completely cuts off uh, yeah it doesn't it doesn't so we and, so we, and I wore so them it. recently yeah I wore them recently I modeled some and everyone kept saying oh my god those flares look lovely on you and I just yeah I, I yeah it's not for me so I, I that's the one that sticks out for me but there's not really any major icks I can't think of at the top of my head okay so what is the first thing you notice about someone's outfit you know, some people like sh- they notice someone's shoes, but is there something that you instantly notice on someone, whether it's a guy or a girl? Hmm. So I find like I'm drawn to like someone's got a neck, a kind of like this, like their neck, mm-hmm. and then yeah. So I think this part's like, a nice piece of jewelry. I find like, I, I, yeah, I think I'm drawn to people's necks. I don't know why. Of, like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's one of those zones. Is it androgynous? And grow. I don't know, and maybe because I have things that are sentimental to me on my neck, and then I kind of look at the overall outfit. Like, I, you know, someone got a chain on, I'm like, oh, that chain looks nice with it yeah. complements the outfit, or the color of something complements their eyes or mm. something. I'm very much like, how does it complement your skin and like your makeup and everything? So I, I feel like I look here and then look around but it depends on where I'm standing because I mean we've yeah. walked around a couple of times and then like you can all see someone walk past and go oh my god that whole outfit is lovely oh my god their yeah. jumper so I'm a fashion person do, like, a 360, like, Ooh. or one eight. yeah yeah <laughs> what is a fashion item you can't live without do you know what they comfortable clothing so I um and I had an injury uh, 13 years ago and I had to change away how I dressed and so I had to basically Comfortable footwear had to go into the equation. And therefore, I think comfortable wear has to be part of my day-to-day. Mm. So as much as I love waking up, I need to have make sure I have a comfortable pair of trainers, a comfortable pair of trousers, a nice basic top, something something that feels nice on that I don't have to think too much. I can just still get on with my day and it feels cosy, almost like you're wearing your pyjamas. So there's this yeah. real thing of comfort. Even being a parent, there's days 
like today I've been walking around in my dressing gown most of the time or a pair of harem pants something that just literally doesn't feel like you're wearing anything but you need to wear something yeah so I would say comfort yeah comfortable okay and this is gonna be my last question do you think fashion week is overrated? No, I, no, no, I don't. To be honest, I don't know because there's so many different fashion weeks. I'll be honest. Like, I think fashion weeks are great, but could I tell you when it's coming on? What kind? What fashion week? I just, I feel like there's so many different days and weeks of so things. Many, I'm getting yeah. lost. I'm getting lost in what we're promoting. Um, it's not clear like Christmas and New Year and and Easter, and even then, those ones don't like not all of the the set ones ring in my ear I mean I'm yeah. a summer girl so anything to do with summer I feel like I know it anything yeah the yeah. other things kind of go over my head but, it's yeah. true I feel like there, there are so many now because I feel like we used to have one fashion week and now it feels like there's two but then everything is so mixed up anyway not even I don't even mean mixed up in a negative way but it's like where you where we had like London fashion week New York had New York fashion week Paris had theirs it's like there's all the UK, the UK influencers and the they're all crossing over. So you're like, oh, what's going on? Oh, this is here now. But yeah. um, and I think yeah. it appeals to people that are in fashion. So, you know, mm-hmm. magazine editors or people that are re- within the fashion industry will probably hone in more than your, I would call myself like, you know, your day to day person would not clock in so that you'd have to really be, or like if you are reading the magazines, the vogues and the things and the stuff to know when it's coming out, or you are attending the shows. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I've heavy, been heavily involved in the fashion week because I think fashion for me is an everyday thing. Yeah. So like I doesn't, I'm not going to just go to a fashion show because it's fashion week. I will go to a fashion show whatever time of year it is. Um, yeah. And I've just come back from a fashion event in Ibiza in, in August mm-hmm. and Again, that was celebrating fashion and sustainability and, and recycling. And that's very keen. We'll probably speak about that at some point, but very keen on on making sure that we are using our items as best as we can and kind of showcasing that. Um, and that was why it was really great to be part of that project. So, yeah, I don't and that wasn't part of a, any particular week. Um, I guess is it. I don't feel like I'm for or against it. Um, mm. But I feel like, yeah, it's it's yeah, I'm not I'm not that passionate about it. Yeah, I'm the same. And I think whereas before it was really, I feel like Fashion Week was really for the elite. Celebrities are just normal normal people as celebrities now. So whereas it was the kind of high class celebrities and the stylists and the editors, they were the ones that were at Fashion Week. But it's like now where anyone can get into it, it just doesn't feel as exciting, even just to see the pictures, because it's just like, I, and I guess maybe also this is where as on my journey, I don't really care for fashion. Like I don't really care for the trends. I don't care what's out this SS23 or SS. I don't care what's coming well, out. It's, SS24. Individuality, isn't it? it's because you promote individuality. Mm. Fashion is interpreted by the people that are wearing the items. Yeah. So when you're in that, when you have that mindset and I'm the same, I don't feel like, you know the Gucci thing that's gonna. Oh my god, I need to. I need to look out for that kind of style, or I'm gonna be imitating this or this and this. And I think it's kind of um, watered down over the years. I've got a jacket that everyone's got. Oh my god, that looks so Chanel, and I can tell exactly what they're saying with that. But some certain fashion now, I couldn't go. Oh my god, that's a Gucci rep- replica, or yeah. unless it's you know, or oh my god, they're they're copying blah blah blah. I, the names goes out of my head. Yeah, same. I can't keep up. 
it's it's too much. So I feel like, yeah, keeping up with your own trends and what you in, like mm-hmm. um, is is more important than keeping up with whatever someone says. I, I must say this, that, you know, the and people probably like going to hate me for this, but it's OK. I, I'm OK with it. Um, so they were saying about on uh, the TV not long ago about like, you know, the a power ponytail because the lady that like, is a power, but I was like, it's a ponytail. <laughs> it's just a ponytail. Anytime. Like, why is it more powerful than because because the ladies uh it was to do with the football I think it was and they were all they won I can't remember what it was I'm so bad I'm not into sport but anyway mm. they they put out there that you know if you've got a ponytail it, it it's it's powerful and I just thought I can't I, I don't understand it mm. it's a basic ponytail and you're trying to show us that that means power I mean you could be powerful with your hair in a in a in an afro yeah you could be powerful with your hair straight or whatever it is that you choose it doesn't mean your hair's long your hair bald your hair short like yeah whatever like I don't feel that that defines you and the same with your clothing like if mm. you're not in fashion um it, yeah it doesn't make sense to me yeah um, and there's some really there's some really cool people in the industry um like you know like Gok for instance where he does fashion for people individually for them and their shape and who they are as a person and and it's more, again, it needs to be more individual. It can't, not yeah. everyone can fit into this mold of what's in trend. Um, yeah. You could call it quite a young thing, but then again, I don't want to generalize with that. So yeah. Yeah. I think there's so much power in individual individuality and just knowing what you love and just really honing in on it and wearing it like with confidence. Yeah. Confidence is the key behind everything. Once you have that confidence, that's what's powerful. Okay, I, I actually just remembered. I do have one more question. Is okay. there anything you are on the hunt for to that you're really trying to thrift? Like now we're coming into autumn, winter. Is there anything that you're like, I really want like a waistcoat, a suede jacket, anything that you're at, actually looking for? Because some of our listeners might have it and be like, I've got one of those. I'm you know what? what? I have. Boot. What kind of boots? I quite like knee boots. I just or like a knee. I'm not. I've never really had many ankle boots. The only ankle boots I had was I was these Timberland ones. I've only recently got rid of them. Yeah, I've had. I had them since I was 21, um, and they they were the only ankle boots. But very much, yeah. They're not. They're not elegant. Yeah, kind of going out. And I've I've don't again because of my injury. I don't wear heels a lot. So I've I've only got one pair of heels and then two pairs of espadrilles. But mm. otherwise, I don't wear heels, and I've got a pair of flat boots. So I'd like a nice winter boot. As I said, I've got that? some really lovely dresses that I've I've purchased recently, and I'm like, I want to wear a nice boot and a nice mm. dress. And what, uh, size, so what size shoe are you? A six. Size seven, please. Size seven. So <laughs> anyone listening who got a nice boot, a size seven ankle boot, flat that you're look that you're getting rid of, flat or heels, because I can get yeah, flat heels, ankle or knee boot. Yeah, just call out, just call out. The, the thrifty yeah. girls are, we, yeah, on the call out. Uh, I mean, I'm also a size seven. If you guys have any, um, I'm on the lookout for. Do you remember loafers? So when we was at school, we would have been at school. So these probably would have been in when you was at school. I might even find a picture. Hilled loafers, so chunky hill loafer, mm. maybe a bit of a platform buckle going over the side. That's that's a bit of you. Okay, so I'll look out in the shops that I'm working in yes. uh, and let you know. Narinda, we've come to the end of my podcast, the So Flipping Extra Show, and it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on and have a lovely conversation about you, about thrifting, about secondhand September, and and just making secondhand shopping a frigging vibe and making it look good. 
and confidence and wearing your wearing your clothes and your confidence with pride and the realities of being a mum and managing with with working life. So I'm absolutely grateful to have had you. So what's coming up for you? Oh, what is coming up for you? So more fashion. The, um, more things to do in the industry in fashion and to do with sustainability and recycling. So there's a project that I'm working on now to really kind of get involved more with how we can stop wastage. Mm. Um, yeah, there's a lot of projects that I'm working on um, with there. There's a few things I'm going to be doing um, abroad, which I'm really excited about because a lot of my work, what I wanted to do is be able to do it internationally. Um so yeah and uh yeah it's more fashion and organizing and yeah just being free and just showing you guys as much as I can and just keep kind of yeah keep up with what makes me feel excited and I'm hoping that with everybody that what I'm doing is going to help people to see that organizing is easy when you've got help yeah mm-hmm. um, and um and not to and not to be afraid to kind of yeah to let people in to help you because again something some of these things that we do in life we're not always taught I just want to keep doing what I do and That's enjoy and, and help other people yeah <laughs> and can you just quickly plug your socials so the people's know where to find you yes so you can find me on Instagram so it's organized with Narinda um so that's the only platform that I'm currently using um so yeah you can catch me on there um I've also got a LinkedIn Narinda Law but that yeah I'd say Instagram is the best place to catch me and you yeah, can she, see my she portfolio hangs out, she hangs out in these Instagram streets so yeah yeah and the Instagram yeah, I can't get down with my brain can't get down with the I know people have like the TikToks and the Facebooks and the and the thing and and the Twitters and I just it's too much I mean even yeah. having a WhatsApp and a LinkedIn and the email Mm-hmm. Um, I find it overwhelming. So I know that some of these other channels I could probably bring in, um, but that's when I'll have like a social media manager and all that yeah, thing. Exactly. Like me on my own doing that is too much. It's it's too much on my phone. Yeah. And I want to create, and I'm a creative. I like to get my hands dirty and be in and and with the people that I'm working with. So this this part of it doesn't. Yeah, it's not as exciting as the as the doing. Excellent. Well, I'm gonna let you bounce because I've I've taken your evening, but it's been a pleasure, and oh, I don't care that I've stolen me. your evening from you. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you so much. So, guys, I will see you on the next episode of the So Flipping Extra podcast with your girl Danny Dorks. Maybe with guests, or maybe it's just gonna be me and my own. Peace out, a town down, guys. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>